so you know what i used to do earlier like when i started like uh, instead of like introducing someone like i just started the conversation abhi jaise apne kiya like we just started a conversation like i think this is also one of the good way to start a podcast because uh, yeah so yeah so let me just start the introduction as well so guys for today's episode we have with jyotish singh uh, he's working in venture operations at angelist india and he's a host at indian silicon valley podcast so it is one of the top uh, pod- business podcast in india and it's also featured as top 10 in top 10 business podcast uh, in spotify as well so i'm super excited to have you jyotish uh, yeah uh, so let's tell us more about yourself like what is going on with you and yeah your work as well for sure uh, thanks for having me pushpak for starters i think super glad to be chatting with you and knowing more about uh, the podcast and what you've been doing as well mm-hmm. but uh, to get started i think uh, uh, for me i i've been spending uh, a majority of my time at work at angelist which is where i uh, lead venture operations which is to say that a bunch of things uh, what we are doing at angelist building products for founders and mm-hmm. investors in the early stage ecosystem that gets championed in terms of let's say the investor relations and business development that's what i do on the job uh, okay. and i happen to run a podcast which i started almost 2 years back now seems like uh, i mean seems like yesterday but it's been 2 years already uh, the podcast is called indian silicon valley and for those who may not be aware this is a podcast where i speak to a bunch of founders and investors i've been doing this a week on week of every week since the first sunday i began which was on 16th august Mm-hmm. and it's come a long way but and i tried to decode company building strategies from the people who've been there done that uh, and that's been a phenomenal project for me personally as a learning experience uh, and in turn i've also been able to share some of my experiences on the podcast and share some of the founders experiences so that other young builders can benefit from it so mm-hmm. yes that's what i do with the podcast and that's what i do on the job awesome So, like, I'm just guessing this. Like, did you started a podcast in the pandemic? Like, uh, yeah, two years back, this pandemic was there. Yeah. Yeah. So this ha- was. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. the pandemic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you have recorded like almost you know ninety plus episodes. So, how did you started this podcast? And you know, like, also, why did you started it? Yeah. So, I think um, I was like, you know, uh, I was a kid who was who wanted to like, let's say, start a company, right? And I didn't mm-hmm. come from a technical background, so I always felt like, okay. how should i do this what should i do and i played yeah. around with a bunch of projects uh, mm-hmm. i started a blog of sorts which is called ace humans and that i was running but i wanted to do something tangible and the way i realized i could do that is a i had to learn a lot b i could try and build it out myself so mm-hmm. i did both of those things the first one i targeted with the podcast and i was like okay i've been doing a blog but can i do something more specific where i get to learn and there are more people like me because i look at the resources out there and to everybody's credit there are a lot of resources in the indian startup ecosystem which are very information first which mm-hmm. is to say that okay this company is doing this much uh, they have raised these many funds and these are the investors right while this gives me a lot of good information as a young builder i feel a lack of context to okay how did they build what they did right what is the mm-hmm. second level of conversation that happened with them and what is the second level of insight that i can derive from them and since i realized that there was nobody else doing it i was like okay what's the worst that can happen i end yeah. up learning for sure to mm-hmm. these people yeah. and there are more people like me who will also probably like to cherish it yeah. uh, i didn't know any better at the time either so that a kind of naivety also helped and i started to be honest right the idea was okay there is some value to be added uh, there is distinct value rather to be added uh, and i will definitely learn and this will be a great learning experience so why not go out there and, and get this done 
thankfully, I started, and I think it's one of the best decisions I've taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started, of course, it was not as easy, but the advantage was that people, this was at the time, you know, May, June of 2020, where everybody was still figuring out what, what the hell is happening in the world. And people were mostly more or less free, and they were back in their houses, they didn't yeah, know where to yeah. spend time. And so I think I, I was able to catch on to that. People mm-hmm. were agreeing faster than I expected. And I started small. I, I figured out, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for six months every week. I promised mm-hmm. myself. And I was like, we'll see where it goes and then reevaluate. So yeah. it was a six-month experiment that I took up uh, in May 2020. Released my episode months later, which was in mm-hmm. August, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I, I realized six months in that this was definitely something I love. And I'm going to continue doing. But the idea broadly was, can I identify something unique? Can I learn from an experience? And can I keep doing mm-hmm. something that I, I would discover multiple things about myself about? And I think the podcast fit really well in all of those aspects. And it's come yeah. a long way since. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, as you mentioned about, like, you promised yourself that you will record this. You'll do this for, like, next six, six months and consistent, like, one week. Oh. Uh, I think I assume you must have recorded one podcast a week, right? So, uh, why did you like uh, give yourself the time of six months? Like, and along with that, how do you stay con- consistent? Because you know, as a content creators or as a podcast host, as like one of the most challenges people face, uh, I, I, like myself, I have gone through this. Like, I'm not very consistent, right? So, how to become a consistent? I think I'm asking a lot of questions in the one thing. But how uh, how do you get consistent? And why do you like uh, give yourself six months as well at the same time? Sure. Yeah, no, I no, I think very relevant questions, right? I, and I'll tell you about the the second one is rather straightforward. The idea was I, I wanted to give myself enough time to absorb mm-hmm. what I was doing and also test out whether or not it works. So the idea was that six months would be a long enough time frame for mm-hmm. me to know whether or not what I'm doing is something that I like, something that other people like, and something that has value in pursuing. Yeah. Uh, and I also didn't want to give myself too little time to judge, right? Because it, mm-hmm. I, I can't expect instant results, right? So I was okay with the fact that, okay, I'll take it as a six-month experiment mm-hmm. and see where it goes. So it was important for me to have a certain sense of, okay, when can I reevaluate whether or not this is working? Because I didn't want to be are blindsided with the fact that okay i want to do this with no expectations or anything of the kind right because there yeah. inevitably becomes something that mm-hmm. you're expecting something but it's good to have like a milestone in mark so that you can reevaluate be intellectually honest to yourself and see whether or not something's working so that was why i, I thought you know six months and then reevaluate see where it goes and mm-hmm. uh, the first point of consistency i think that's one of the things that i, I mean i don't think i do a lot of things really really well uh, or there's so much to learn in most aspects. But I think consistency is one thing that I feel really glad about myself about as well. Because, uh, I mean, it's now been 90 odd weeks and it was not mm-hmm. the first six months that I stayed consistent. I mean, to date, every Sunday since I started, I've published one episode wow. without fail. And, and being able to do that uh, honestly means it's a personal feed that teaches me so much. It, it mm-hmm. helps me build habits. Yeah. Uh, it helps me, you know, uh, understand the value of compounding and, and everything that I do is now coming from a point that okay, I've seen what the impact of doing something over a year and a half week on week can be I can now replicate this over time yeah. now, now the tougher part is how to stay consistent not whether or to be consistent mm-hmm. uh, how to be consistent is just a matter of I think what helped is when I started the podcast I didn't have too much on hand so I was able to create these systems and build these habits that it just became a part of me 
so even yeah. when i you know started running like a full time day job which was very very intensive uh, i realized that this is already a part of my system so let's say every friday evening or friday night today uh, for instance i will edit a podcast right it just become a part of my system i mean mm-hmm. if you were to take me out i'd probably feel bad because i know what i do or what i have done for yeah. a while mm-hmm. and every weekend i know i'm going to send a couple of hours on the podcast itself mm-hmm. so the idea here is if you genuinely want to achieve something uh, the I, i mean everybody's going to be busy and i know everybody's going to try but i think what only helped me and it worked for me is just being able to develop these habits uh, that would ingrain myself into the system of publishing an episode without fail and then just being true to yourself right so you don't have to go the extra mile of taking the trouble of doing so but the idea is if you can be true to yourself and have that ownership that okay i'm doing this for myself because i don't think i'm doing it for anybody else right yeah. it's just a yeah. personal thing where i want to ensure i'm consistent and i think that helps so i think ownership and uh, building habits is what i would say on consistency yeah that's amazing and like, like completely makes sense uh, but uh, sometimes what happened like uh, like it used to happen with me a lot like i used to not post a podcast and like i don't know there was a laziness or maybe i didn't had the right reason but like recently i started recording a lot of podcasts so i'm like trying to collect content so like uh, i think a lot of content creators do that low like you can record a piece of content like maybe you can record 10 podcasts because if you don't have you you might won't you might not be able to record maybe in the future so already have a lot of podcasts recorded so you can post it consistently so that is also another thing absolutely yeah so uh, you are also founder and storyteller that ac human so what exactly that is about so and, and you started this before podcast right yes so this was actually uh, in its first form it was an instagram blog where i was very fascinated by stories of other people especially people who had done things differently right so think mm-hmm. of a sportsman or an olympian or think of like a, a, i don't know comedian or a scientist or a, a actor or a painter what not mm-hmm. right and i was yeah. always very fascinated because i mean through college and stuff i was a part of the tedx community i started tedx on campus Uh, and i realized that okay this is something that interests me uh, very naively again i was like okay i want to learn from them so i used to get mm-hmm. on a call with people and i used to like it was inspired from this you know humans of bombay humans of new york talk yeah. sort of mm-hmm. initiative because i wanted to learn from these stories put it out there for people and in the hope that everybody can cumulatively mm-hmm. learn from them i would get on a call with somebody i would understand their story very broadly their journey and then put it in a narrative and publish okay. it uh, mm-hmm. this was an instagram blog which turned into like a website and uh, we had a team around it some of the best people that i found from college mm-hmm. some of them juniors some of them seniors some of them peers uh, and we formed this uh, very very small team of sorts uh, over a period of a year i think we were able to get 200 to 50 or interviews in uh, cumulatively and it was a great platform to just have so much diversity i mean uh, from talking to a nasa researcher Uh, to talk into uh, a painter from uh, the netherlands and uh, who had uh, later shifted to amsterdam to mm-hmm. talk to one of the olympians from india it was like such a variety uh, it was a varied experience that i can't thank enough that was my first uh, actual sense with at all content creation right i didn't mm-hmm. know what it was at the time it was right, more like right. a way to express myself and it's not mm-hmm. like i'm the most creative person out there but the idea was that okay can i just grasp all of these stories and put it out there yeah. and, and thankfully it worked out well so that was ace humans uh, mm. where uh, ace was basically you know a, a standing for the traditional traditional you know uh, 
triumphant folks, right? Mm-hmm. Being the pack of the first in the pack of the cards. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we also had an acronym that we made uh, internally. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was, that was the story with AC Humans. Yeah, so I think that also like, you know, storytelling and all that could have like, uh, that must have helped you in building podcasts as well. Certainly, I think the experiences that I had early on with Ace Humans, and I think uh, that's where passion projects help, right? Anything that you take up as a passion project that you do for yourself, just transform your personality in such a positive manner. Because I was able to learn content creation. I was able to understand, you know, how does a creative blog work? I was able to understand stories. I was able to learn personally so much. I was able to interact better with people and all of that just because of these experiences that I started off with this and started off like as a random experiment that I didn't even know where it would go. But the the fact that we could take it forward decently far uh, was really heartening. and, And it turned out to be one of, again, it set the stage well for me to do other things and express myself even better. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like you talked to almost 100 uh, founders, right? Like from last two years. So what are like some of the lessons which you have learned from talking to these people? Like any top three lessons? Yeah. Sure. I think, uh, you know, that's something I spend a lot of my time understanding because mm-hmm. uh, the podcast is not just... I mean, I don't look at it from a pure perspective of content and Harry Stebbing says this where he thinks of the podcast as a library of insights, right? And a library mm-hmm. of data points, which if mapped very well, can give you in incredible results. Uh, for me on the Indian Silicon Valley podcast, uh, I think if I were to condense three learnings, I think one would be uh, insane ambition, right? I think uh, Kaurav Munjal puts this really well that you can do as much as you... Uh, dream right you can never do more than you dream so Mm -hmm. if you limit your dreams by your ambition then you're probably doing a disservice to yourself Mm -hmm. Uh, what that means is if you can't even think it you can probably not achieve it right so i think uh, founders are this breed of people who i think have the best kind of ambition like no mountain is too tough for them to climb or Mm -hmm. is too far or too high uh, they will go ahead and cross any mountain you that comes across and they will believe that they can do it, right? And I yeah. think that's the second point. Having ambition is one thing. Having belief is the second point, right? Mm-hmm. That they have this almost irrational sense of belief, right? It's almost, you can confuse it with disbelief also, right? Because yeah. they mm-hmm. believe that they can make reality happen from nothing to something in ways that you can probably not imagine. So ambition and belief becomes such a core component of starting a company. Mm -hmm. And I think for any human for that matter, right? Not just for starting a company, but in life in general, if you have ambition and if you can back it up with belief, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, For the third one, I think it it matters more in terms of, there's something about the journey. So about founders, I mean, they are probably the people who deal with the most ups and downs, right? On one mm-hmm. day, there's everything's broken. On another day, something's sorted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the third day, everything again is broken. So it's very up and down. And then there's this belief that humans have this sinusoidal wave, right? So mm-hmm. we are happy, then we're sad, then we're happy. For founders, this wave just crosses very fast. And so for them, that wave is not a wave, it's a straight line. Because for them, the day-to-day is just so cherishable right they are enjoying every day to the fullest irrespective mm-hmm. of whether it's a high whether it's a low yeah, yeah. that really surprises me because then they don't live for the highs they don't get dejected by the lows 
they work because they know that they are so mission driven and they are enjoying it so much mm-hmm. that they just want to continue and i think that is just spectacular and again it's one of those things that applies to life very well right mm-hmm. because yeah. if we live for the successes only when the success comes we're probably going to fade away because it was very short lived right because yeah. a, a success or a milestone is only a point in time what's continuous is actually the journey so if yeah. you actually cherish yeah. what you are building you will inevitably survive through everything that comes mm-hmm. through in a very acceptable manner so i think uh, that piece is one of the most important learnings i have taken back and i personally try to replicate in my day to day as well but i think those are the broad three learnings that i really have maybe generic i think mm-hmm. makes a yeah, lot of yeah, sense yeah. and is something that i have personally observed decently closely yeah so like you know as you said about mission like that is very important thing like uh, there's like why these founders have all this you know they are putting a lot of efforts and all because of the mission that they have right otherwise uh, like we, we can call it purpose we can call it mission but that is what they are living for like uh, so that's what you know something uh, like there is something which is like uh, matlab you know sabse upar like uh, i don't know what, how do i put it in the right way but uh, not for people like something better like you are not working for yourself you are working for your mission this so that's yeah, what like something... uh, yeah that makes yeah, sense no i think yeah there's something bigger than themselves right yeah, there's something yeah, right. That's larger that's... than life mm-hmm. that they are going forward for yeah, and yeah. and that exactly is the mission and the purpose exactly. uh, very rightly said yeah yeah so i think uh, when it comes to mission right so how do you find a mission like uh, i think a uh, lot of people lot of youngsters like uh, they are not stable in life because i think one of the reason is they are not able to find a mission right so how does this entrepreneur find the mission and how if i want to find my mission right so how do i find a mission right so i think that is also important question so what do you think about that yeah no it's interesting you know i think uh, when we think about like what is mission is more important to decode to answer any of those questions and i feel mission is anything but that sense of passion that can evolve into a sense of impact right and can add value now without getting it to making it too complicated was the mission for let's say an an academy right it is to provide high quality education for everyone mm-hmm. now how do we know the founders found that mission we don't but it started off as a youtube channel right uh, which was mm-hmm. to ensure that okay anybody who wants access to high quality education there were two people who were just sharing their lessons mm-hmm. and so eventually they productized it the yeah. idea is that if you find something that you're passionate about in life and figure that out it often takes time some people are more lucky than the others where yeah, yeah. somebody finds it earlier somebody finds it late but the idea is that you have to keep at and want to find that passion right and then once you found it you just have to follow it to ensure that it gets converted to that end mission and then you work towards it right so it takes it takes a while right so uh, with with the podcast for instance for me uh, i don't very often mull too much about who are the listeners or how many listens am i getting i'm not getting too many i get frustrated mm-hmm. that's not the case because my mission is to ensure anybody who wants to become a founder mm-hmm. can they have access to high quality content where they can understand how to build a company right. and if i can do that for even one or two people i think i would have fulfilled that mission 
that mm-hmm. scale can of course increase yeah. i can productize yeah. this i can i don't know make an app out of it what not right but the idea is that that's my central mission and so as long as i'm enjoying each piece of the pie that i continue to make towards that mission that's all that matters right so i'm mm-hmm. following through so the idea is that I, i mean did i know this from day one no it was probably me just trying to explore a bunch of things and there's a good chance it wouldn't have worked right uh, but then i would have moved on to something else so yeah. i think the overarching aspect of finding a mission is first recognizing that you need one to then following through on not giving up on finding it right like it's not mm-hmm. it's not like you go out there and get it it takes time it will take a lot of iterations it'll take a lot of consciousness self awareness self acceptance mm-hmm. truth uh, but uh, if it happens i think it's one of the best things that people can yeah. figure out and i think you yeah, know there's this ted talk which talks about what matters more than life uh, more than happiness in life mm-hmm. and one of the first points i mean two points there one is meaning second is purpose the third is storytelling mm-hmm. and i think the fourth is impact so i think that goes to show how important meaning can be and how transformational it can be for somebody yeah. Yeah. Uh, in their lifetime totally so i think as you said like you mentioned it in a pretty uh, understanding manner like uh, we, i got the idea what exactly you're trying to say so like about uh, like if you want to try like if you want to figure out your mission i think you have to try multiple things you have to experiment a lot that that's yeah. only you will find you know like yeah this is my purpose or this is what i aligned with this uh, this is what i should work on so yeah yeah so was there any point in your journey where things were not going really well for you uh, you were kind of you know at your lowest uh, maybe some failures happened so if something like this happened so like tell us about that and how you get out got out of it as well yeah i mean i think a couple right i mean it, it's always i know that i think uh, i mean there's so much to do to be honest mm-hmm. but i think uh, one instance that comes to mind is uh, i actually i mean i had to shift from science to commerce when i was switching uh, when i was getting into college because mm-hmm. i was a science student in 11 and 12 and i realized early on that okay and uh, the competitive exam race is not meant for me so i knew i was going to change to commerce but mm-hmm. when that shift happened right it seemed pretty drastic uh, and i don't know if it qualifies as a failure or i don't want to like mull mm-hmm. over it that much but the mm-hmm. idea then was i it felt like i set out to do something but i could not Mm-hmm. and i didn't i had to change my pathway drastically to adjust to it and so that didn't feel great in the moment because i was in a different place mm-hmm. i had to figure out a bunch of things from scratch but i think that's one of the best things that ended up happening to me right because yeah. it it taught yeah. me so much it set me in the right direction that mm-hmm. would actually be beneficial for me in life uh, but one of those moments where i it felt like everything was dark uh, and i think uh, the other was uh, i mean the job i had out of campus i didn't end up taking that because it was a job in core finance and i realized i want to do something more immersive something where my you know where i can express myself even more and i joined a startup and that didn't work out quite well to be honest right like the startup uh, didn't fly we had to shut it down and stuff like mm-hmm. that and, and so there was a point where i was i didn't i was left without a job and it felt like okay uh, why is this happening and stuff like that Mm-hmm. but thankfully it was again one of the best things that happened because post that i land up at angelist which has been yeah. incredibly fulfilling and it's been full of growth and full of learning so yeah. i think uh, yeah thankfully i i mean i've had those phases but i've been mm-hmm. able to come out of it in some shape or form and that continues to happen but the idea is that i mean having this like going back to you know what founders think 
having that ambition and belief in those times really matters like you have to believe that irrespective of whatever's happening things will work out because mm-hmm. in the long run inevitably it does so in that in the moment it can feel like that's the worst thing that's happening to you yeah, but yeah. you will realize i mean the maturity that comes and i've only been able to develop this maturity by talking to people mm-hmm. uh, is that in the moment if it seems too much just take a step back and tell yourself that it's going to be fine either way and in the next quarter it's not going to seem like a big deal so manage it accordingly and hopefully you'll be yeah. able to weather the storm yeah that's very insightful and interesting man and i think we could say that like uh, like you wanted to get into science but you had to go for commerce right but it's uh, turns out it was really good for you so another thing yeah. with your startup as well so i think uh, whatever happens it kind of happens for the reason in life maybe it could be anything right but i think you we can always learn from it and you know get better at other things as well certainly awesome. i think i mean and uh, change is the only constant and adapting to such situations is what counts so right. yeah I, i feel very fortunate that at each step where it felt really bad i was able to come out of it and only go to a better situation so yeah thankfully it it worked out well for me amazing yeah. so uh, like these are the like last couple of questions like uh, short questions so what are your top like three favorite books first yeah favorite books uh no i mean that's interesting i mean i recently read this book uh, called creative confidence uh, mm-hmm. which is by i think uh, two wellies uh, who are from stanford they started the d school at stanford uh, university and i i felt that was a great book uh, then uh, on normal front you know some of the generic ones that i really like uh, one is outliers by malcolm mm-hmm. gladwell uh, and uh, the other is think again by adam grant and i follow adam grant decently closely i think he's one of the uh, prolific modern day thinkers he's an organizational i think psycho professor at water and very very modern day, great modern day thinker so i think yeah, these are a couple of books that i really like and have read recently so are there any people like or maybe uh, three people you know in your life which kind of had an impact on you a lot which kind of inspired you to do what you're doing right now three people um i think uh, i i don't know if there are specific people but i think mm-hmm. um, there have been i think i'm i'm largely thankful to my family and they inspired me in multiple ways because my mom gives me a lot of strength a lot of courage and a lot of freedom to follow my dreams my dad mm-hmm. gives me a lot of uh, conviction to you know uh to build hard work into my systems and go mm-hmm. after what i want to achieve it my yeah. sister gives me a lot of a uh, passion in terms of you know ensuring that i can live my life to the fullest so i think yeah. uh, my family has been a, a huge uh, system support uh, every founder that i host on the podcast and i think that's one of the best things about running a podcast it's mm-hmm. that you get to learn and seek so much inspiration from yeah. the people that you end up talking to Right. so that has been a huge source of motivation and with everything that i'm doing professionally and personally having a set of mentors that have really helped me in the industry mm-hmm. and having a strong friend circle really helps i think in terms of mentors there have been a lot of people i mean uh, akash is a fellow podcaster has been supremely helpful to me mm-hmm. uh, a lot of you know founders that have become really close so i mean abhishek goel is the founder of traction he's been a close mentor to me and very mm-hmm. very helpful and I, i look up to him in a lot of aspects of what he's done uh, there's somebody called koshik who's been a super close mentor as well and so all of these people have really helped me and then a lot of my friends from the ecosystem right i think the good part about 
India startup ecosystem is that you'll find everybody or a large majority of the people who are there to understand what you want and then support you all in and even mm-hmm. you know, keep you in front of them sometimes and there's such a positive mindset culture yeah. so a lot of the friends that i have i i really uh, feel thankful for them because they've helped me at each step of the way and all of these people have been inspirational in some shape or form because i think people who are close to us give us the best set of motivation yeah. and inspiration yeah. And I think I've been very lucky to do what I have been. I, I don't think I would have been able to do it without their support and help. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. So about, you, you know, you said you have a couple of mentors as well. So how did you find a mentor? Like, how did they become your mentor? I think uh, one of the things that helps, uh, especially, and, and it's true for the startup side of things, right? It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, talking to as many people as possible, right? Uh, because a perspective exchange is so important in this industry because i mean otherwise you're just thinking from one dimension which is your thought process but the more people you talk to mm-hmm. the more thoughts add on to you and then you can develop a more rounded perspective to things so i think i i've come across these people that i mentioned right in some shape or form through my interactions mm-hmm. like i got in touch with akash because i was starting a podcast he was already running one got in touch with abhishek because i hosted him on the show got in touch with Koshi because I hosted him on the show uh, and everybody else, right? So, I mean, just uh, the podcast helps, uh, but then uh, being your authentic self and putting out, yeah. you know, what do you want to learn from somebody out there can be a huge thing to just gain a lot of perspective, a lot of mentorship from the people who, you know, have the time bandwidth and empathy for. And yeah, I feel yeah. really glad that all of these folks in some shape or form continue to, you know, help me out. Uh, and so mm-hmm. that's there. So I think finding mentors, uh, you can't go out there and be like mentor me, but you can be a, go out there and talk to a lot of people. And if you find somebody mm-hmm. who you think you really, really want to learn from, then you can put it out there, you know, that this is what I would hope to learn. This is what I can do. Uh, why don't we, you know, stay in touch and why mm-hmm. don't we talk often so that yeah. we can exchange uh, thoughts. So I think that helps. Amazing. So, yeah, yeah I think you're 23, right? My another question was how old are you? But it's already mentioned on your social media. So you're 23, right? Yeah, so yeah I, I'm 23. And I, I assume you're not married. <laughs> and I'm not married, yes. <laughs> are you in a relationship or uh, single? Yeah, I am in a relationship. Cool. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, amazing, Jula. It was really great talking to you, man. Like, uh, I wasn't expecting this much of insight. Like, I got a lot of insight and value from this podcast. So, yeah, it was amazing uh, talking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. My absolute pleasure. I love the questions, Pushpak, and thanks for having me. Uh, I hope everybody listening in enjoys. But, yeah, thanks for having me.